Hello friends, it is I, Debbie, of Party Invite, and it is now time for my 2020 end of year retrospective. Mm. But before I do that, let me change into something a little more comfortable. Ah yes, perfect. Let's begin. There we go. Now I'm really comfortable. <laughs> uh, before I get started, I really want to thank everybody uh, for sticking around and supporting us, giving us all your love and support this whole time. Uh, we at Party Invite super duper appreciate it, and uh, we can only go up from here, I feel like. So, yeah. Um, I don't really have, like, a very definite, like, five through one, top five sort of deal when it comes to like my gaming moments of 2020. So I'm gonna just kind of rattle them off if that's okay with you all. <laughs> uh, that's kind of my style anyway, like improv and stuff. So like I've got my notes over here, but they're just like bullet points. So let's get started. Uh, the first thing I wanna talk about is, you probably have guessed it by now, it's Ninjala. <laughs> yes, yes. So it came out in like June or July. I can't remember, I'm sure, you know, with the power of the internet. Uh, we can we can find that out, but it, it came out over the summer, and it was first announced, I think, in 2017, and it looked really interesting, you know, it, everyone was like, ooh, look at these colorful children, and I'm, at the time, I'm not really sure how much of a comparison to, a, to Splatoon it had drawn, but then the first test fire or whatever happened, and, well, I think it was called, like, the, the Exclusive Ninja Club, I think was what it was originally called, which was, like, their beta test. So that happened, and I instantly, instantly fell in love with that game. Like, it is so funny, like, how quickly I fell in love with that game. I was addicted. And the first beta, there were two. The first beta was literally just, like, an hour of waiting to find a game. That was the whole beta <laughs> for the first beta. And I was like, yeah, this is a game I'm going to love forever. <laughs> but you know what? When I finally did get into a game, I knew that it was something special. And um, when they announced it was going to be free to play, I was like, oh, yeah, no brainer. I have to get this game. And so they did the second beta and it was a lot more smooth. They listened to all the, the customer, the like the feedback, the tester feedback or, you know, participants gave their feedback and they listened to it. So they did that and everything improved dramatically and games were being able to found left and right. And you can actually play the game like more than like one match every 20 minutes and it was really really nice um so the like after the second beta i was like okay i cannot wait for this game to come out and then it eventually did and the rest is history like i've been playing since it came out and and i just uh, it's a free game on switch if you don't know let me let me break it down for you again um it is a 4v4 or Battle Royale eight-player experience, depending on which mode you want to play. And it stars all of these kids. You're, you you play a child, and you can customize your character, or you can just play one of the default like characters that come in the game or whatever. And you fabricate a weapon out of gum. You chew gum. Gum is your ammo. Like chewing gum, bubble gum. And you make your weapon out of it. There are different classes of weapons, of course, and you can play to your play style. And uh, you just fight each other and you know do the objectives to win like it's a really simple game like it's so simple i don't know why i'm obsessed with it it's so simple but those are the kinds of experience that people fall in love with really um just 
simple experiences like that, you know, something that can stick with you in and out. Um, anyway, that's, that's my, I'm not going to get too much into that because I know you guys are tired of hearing me talk about Najala. I know you are. <laughs> get the game! It's free. Another game that I actually fell in love with at the, the beta phase, and this one actually upset me because I didn't find out about this game until the very last day of beta when they had been running it for a week. Okay, so there's actually a VOD on my Twitch channel of this game, and it is called Naraka Blade Point. And it is set in feudal generic Asia, is the best I can describe the atmosphere. Um, it doesn't really say if it's like China, Japan, Tibet, you know, um, India. I'm not really sure where exactly in Asia it is, but it is just in Asia, in the feudal times. And it's a battle royale, let me start out. It is a battle royale, but it's different because it is melee based. I mean, yeah, there are guns in it, of course. Um, because it's a battle royale, you have to have guns, right? Like even in Spellbreak, they have like the sniper, which is the ice arrow. So um, yes, it has guns, but it's mostly focused on sword play. And if you like Soul Calibur, then you'll really like Naraka Blade Point because it has that same kind of fighting system where you can do vertical strikes and then you can crouch to duck those. Or you can do the horizontal strikes. I got them mixed up, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can do the vertical strikes and then sidestep those to to avoid them. Um, or you could do like the count, like the just counters and all that stuff. Like it's really Soul Calibur's fighting system in a battle royale. It's so cool. Um, and of course, there's parkour, which is my favorite thing. Traveling around the countryside is so much fun because you can first of all double jump, you can slide, and then you can crouch and creep along or whatever. But you can also parkour over everything. You like vault. Um, climb up the walls, like you climb up anything, literally anything, you climb up anything, and it's so much fun. Um, there's grappling hooks. Grappling hooks are the best way to traverse, but you only get a certain amount. You can replenish them, but it's like ammo. You have to, like, in that way, I feel like it's more like Tenchu, um, if you've ever played the Tenchu games. I played the healer class, because, you know, I gotta support my teammates, gotta support my teenies. Uh, it was really fun, because they balanced the healing, because she's the only healer in the game. But they balanced her really, really strong healing with the fact that you can't attack while you're using it. So it's a risk-reward sort of play. You're not being able to contribute to combat while you're healing, but at the same time, you're keeping alive those who can. So it's kind of a give and take, and it's really complex as far as that goes. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful game, like Black Desert Online sort of graphics. I'm not really sure what studio it's designed by, but they have done a splendid job. It is so immersive. And I just really want to get back more into that. They just announced the release date as of this recording this morning. Um, it is now the 31st of December. And because um, I had to re-record the video, it got corrupted. Go figure. It, it got announced for 2021 in the summer. So that's cool. Happy birthday to me because I'm a summer baby. Yay. But that'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Moving on, what else do I have here on my list? Let me take a look, see. Social gaming. So social gaming, um, when you think of social gaming, you know, it used to be like Farmville or, or like My Sims Social or whatever it was called and like Candy Crush, you know? And this year it had really changed the face of that. I think February is when Animal Crossing New Horizons dropped 
New Horizons is just resplendent. If you do not have that game, um, please do get it. Don't wait for a sale. Buy it full price because it deserves every penny. Please, 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 please. But if you're new to the Animal Crossing series, it's kind of like a slice of life affair. So you live in a neighborhood comprised of cute little animals. And you're the only human, because go figure, you are. And it's fishing, gathering. Um, gathering's actually new to the Animal Crossing series. Like, before you kind of gathered materials, but not to this degree. You know, there's crafting now. So if you like Minecraft, then you'll like this installment of Animal Crossing in particular, I feel. But it was just really refreshing to have another Animal Crossing game after eight years. Like, can you imagine? Wait, well, no. If you're if you're a Metroid fan or an F-Zero fan, yeah, you can imagine. Star Fox. <laughs> you can Anything Nintendo that's not Mario or Zelda, yeah, you can imagine. It was really fun getting a new installment after so long. And then the pandemic hit. Oh my gosh. And it became just, it blew up. Everyone needed Animal Crossing. And for good reason. It was a good, good way. It was the best way that we know of besides like a Zoom call. That was, that we could get in touch with people. It was literally our social network for the longest time. Uh, people were just in their houses, isolated, and then Animal Crossing came to save the day. It was really cool to finally be able to get to see people again. In a time of isolation, especially a fresh isolation where we weren't really used to keeping to ourselves to such a degree, Animal Crossing was like a really good, like it was a godsend, you know, to be able to get together with friends during a time where we couldn't even leave our house. So what better way to leave the house than to leave the house, <laughs> your virtual house, as it were. So it got nominated for the game of the year. That's how much of an impact Animal Crossing New Horizons made to be nominated the game of the year. Like, I don't know. That just speaks to the degree of, and how powerful socialization is because humans are social creatures. I mean, we have introverts, of course. And then the people who like the extreme measure of that, where they just are just loners forever. But deep down, we all want that, that creature comfort of social togetherness. And Animal Crossing provided that in a time when we needed it most, which was really neat. Another game that really kind of souped out of nowhere was um, Among Us, which last, not last weekend, a previous weekend, we all got together and played with, uh, you know, our community, which was a lot of fun. And that game stresses me out to no end. I do not do bluffing well at all. I don't like being framed when I'm innocent. I get really defensive. <laughs> um, and then people double down on the framing of me because I get defensive when I'm not doing anything. And it's just oh, it's so stressful. It's stressful. It's so stressful. But that game was a lot of fun. It turned out to be a really good session. And we played, we planned for three hours. But I think we played for like eight. <laughs> I'm not really certain how long it lasted, but it went on for a while. But it was for charity. It, it was a lot of fun for just that. You know, I personally had never done like a charity event before for like, you know, raising money for Extra Life like that. And so it was a new venture for me both in playing Among Us and 
like playing a game for charity. And I think we raised, gosh, upwards of $800. I don't know where it ended. I don't know where it ended, but we, it was, it was really satisfying and really rewarding, not only to play this game to a new caliber like that, but also to do it for a good cause. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. And then, but back to, I went off on a tangent there. Sorry. I'm really, I'm really glad that, you know, in this time of cabin fever, uh, we had games like those to keep, to help us keep each other company, if that makes sense. Another thing that really caught me off guard was how big KDA got all of a sudden. Like, I'm sure you've noticed my KDA secret. I released like one song last year and then nothing for what? I mean, a year, I guess. <laughs> um, but then in like November or like, I want to say like late October, early November, they released a whole EP of like five songs, right? And suddenly they were back. Like I'm talking like back in a huge, huge way. They were everywhere. And then of course, Seraphine was a thing. Whatever. Before I talk about the EP at all, um, for those who don't know, KDA is like a, it's a virtual music group, I guess you can call them. Um, comprised of characters from the League of Legends franchise. And they consist, like, it's like four, well now five, I suppose, um, characters from the rosters of League of Legends and they just decided to make music. Like you do, you know, chop off the head of a troll, destroy an enemy base, make some music for the masses. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah. So the music's actually really good if you haven't listened to it. Um, it's on Spotify right now. I mean, go check it out. Um, you can find the music videos on YouTube. Why am I shilling KDA? <laughs> they just came out of no, not nowhere, but they came back out of nowhere and just blew up. And I, I'm a little obsessed. They only came out with the EP this, uh, like last month or whatever. And they were already on number two for my Spotify wrapped of the year second place for the whole year. I listened to them so much that they superseded everyone else except for my number one, which, how shoe was that? Oh, Jaroslav Beck from like the composer for Beat Saber Music. <laughs> that was my number one. That's how much they blew up. I mean, and that was just for me. Could you imagine the K-pop stands? Like I don't even listen to K-pop like that. <laughs> not like that. I listen to black people, not like that. My goodness, they came out of nowhere. They got a chair. They got a chair. Need I say more? A chair. Um, so as, as far as gaming goes objectively, those are like my, my, my big moments personally is a big gaming moment for me in 2020 is a party invite. Like, hello? <laughs> like I never would have thought that I'd be doing something like this and I was approached um, with the idea to launch the I don't know co coalition sounds so industrial but like 
the, the group, the, the us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I thought it was a fun idea. Just to be able to build a community and foster a safe space for creatives to come together and help each other grow, I think is just magnificent, you know? And we've already gotten so many people involved um, just helping each other out. We did the charity stream, of course, and I just really cannot wait to see what the future brings for Party Invite. And not just Party Invite like us, Party Invite, but like Party Invite you. Like the listeners and the viewers and the community, all the contributors, um, like the streamers, everyone who posts in our group, like everyone, everyone involved, everyone. I want to see where we go from here. I hope to see you all next year. You know what I mean? And the year after that. And the year after that. And the year after that. <laughs> but yeah, that concludes my 2020 retrospective. Now, I do have some honorable mentions because, I mean, it was a big year, right? It was a slow year, but it was a big year. Um, Sephiroth and Smash, hello. And can we talk about that challenge that we had to do? That was so much fun. I, gosh, I started speed running the challenge because I had a timer, so of course I did. And um, I entered a competition with one of our community members who also happens to be a moderator. His name is Lang. And he got like three, four seconds or something like that. So, of course, I had to go in there and, uh, you know, do my little thing. Hey, actually, you know what? I think I have a clip from that. Why don't you take a look? Anyway. Yes. Yes. That's it. I'm done. There's no way you could do it faster than that. I'm done. I'm done. Congratulations to me. It's over. It's done. New record. We're through. Success. Commented out. So that was that. Now, like a typical world out there and people all over the world are trying to do the challenge. So of course somebody got it faster than me. I concede. But you know what? It's the fastest of the people I know. Just saying. Don't you dare accept that challenge, by the way. Don't you do it. You better put that smash down. You know what? I'm I'm calm with please. Actually, I better not do that. <laughs> but that'll conclude my uh, 2020 retrospective. I really hope that you all had a good time hanging out with me and uh, getting to know me and my meanness. I don't know if you know this, but I like me a lot. <laughs> This concludes my 2020 retrospective. Now, I hope that you've had fun hanging out with me today. Um, I had a lot of fun talking to you guys, <laughs> even though you can't talk back. But um, these segments have been really, really fun. It's been interesting to go back and watch uh, the other party leaders' perspectives because we're not recording this at the same time. Like, we're all doing these separately. So we don't know what we're going to say. And so we actually really get this, like, deeper introspective into everyone's like personal looks back on the year, which is super cool. And I'm not even the last one. We still have one more to go. Ooh. So I hope that you look forward to that. And I will look forward to seeing you at our next podcast. Or, you know, whatever we decide to do. <laughs> Bye, everyone.
Yes. 